Merrimack 5, Bentley 1 tonight on the road, and joining us is the head coach of Merrimack, Mark Dennehy, and uh, Mark really, I guess the story of this game was the third period, a one-to-one tie, you guys broke it open with four goals in the first six and a half minutes of the period, and uh, you know what happened there, uh, what, what changed, I guess, from the second into the third period? Well, I thought we got back to playing our, our type of game. Um, I thought they got off to a good start the first five, maybe seven minutes of the game, and then we took over the first period and, uh, and, and had some really good chances. Um, and, and scored on one of them. Second period, I think was was we were fine. I don't think we gave up much, but it was a little more of a track meet. It was a little more up and down the sheet. And we didn't really establish uh, serious puck possession in the zone, and I felt like we were um, you know leaving our lanes and just not playing simple straight line hockey. Uh, and I think that and I thought that's what it was called for. And uh, third period we did. You know we held our lanes, we chipped by them, we got pucks in. Um, and, and we really grinded um, and, and wore them down a little bit. thought we did a good job of getting uh, bodies to the net, uh, then pucks to the net. And look at Hamp's goal as a rebound goal. Uh, you know, Matt, Matt Cronin with another shot that went through. Um, you know, so we did some good things, and, and a lot of it, uh, I think Brian Christie had a rebound goal there as well. So um, we got back to playing our type of hockey and uh, did a real good job of taking that game home. I know you were talking before the game about trying to get uh, chip pucks past their D and get after them. I mean, did you feel like in the third period you were finally able to do that in the way that you wanted to? Well, you know, there's a time to chip a puck deep and there's a time to make a play. Um, you know, we had some odd man rushes where I thought we got some good looks. And we have two breakaways today as well, you know. Um, it's not just about dumping pucks, but when the other team's organized and, and you know, they're, 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 it's man-to-man and they're fronting you, there's really no way to go but put it behind them. Um, we made a little bit of an adjustment on the on the forecheck that I think helped us, but we just started moving our feet, getting pucks deep, and then winning battles. Another thing in the third period, I thought too, you know, going hand in hand with that, and you had a number of times when you were able to either get a guy in front or get a pass in front. I mean, you know, you had Michael Babcock's goal on the on the pass from Alfred Larson, who was able to, to to get to the net like that. You seemed like in that third period, you guys were finally able to get to the net more so than you had been in the first two periods. Yeah, uh, and part of that's determination, part of that, um, you know, focus and, and discipline, and, and you know, basically trying to execute the game plan. So, kudos to our guys. You know, hey, that's not an easy place to play. And they had a good crowd. Um, you know, it's 1-1 going in the third. What we had to recognize is we're on the road. We put ourselves in a position to win a hockey game on the road. That's a good thing as opposed to, oh, no, it's 1-1. We're playing an Atlantic team. Like, listen, Bentley's going to beat some teams. Bentley has a good team. Already has. Yeah, already has. So, you know, let's just go play. Now Now the game's in, in the balance. Let's see how we perform. And I was happy with the fact that that was our best period. Uh, Matt Cronin, two goals tonight. He was the warrior of the game. I think it's second time already in seven games he's been the warrior of the game. Uh, again, he's, you know, he scores the first goal in a situation where you guys had two breakaways that were denied. Brett Cini chases down the puck anyway, you know, didn't give up on the play, was able to, able to get it back and get the goal. It seemed like a big goal at that point in the game. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, they get the first goal, they get life, right? Yeah. As it was, they scored with 38 seconds left in the second and, you know, had some life going in the third. But uh, I think that's it's, it's good. It's good in any game to get the first goal especially on the road it takes the fans out of it a little bit and you establish you know it, it's a lot easier I'm, I'm not going to say anything that's uh, rocket science it's a lot easier to play ahead than it is from behind so it was a big goal and, and listen there's I don't think there's anybody in our locker room that's not happy for Matt knowing how hard he's had to work to get himself to this point so um, you know, happy, happy to see him rewarded, and obviously we benefited. What's he doing that's, that's I guess, making the difference for him this year? Or was it just a case of being persistent and having it finally pay off? 
Yeah, you know, he's he's, he's playing tighter gaps. He's taking care of the puck. Um, I think he and and, uh, and Aaron Titcom sort of have a, a pretty good feel for each other, which helps as well, you know. He's playing with confidence. He's playing with confidence. And, you know, uh, confidence is, is a hard thing to describe. It's it's hard to find. Uh, but I, I truly believe that, you know, if, if you're lacking confidence, then you just need to continue to work and take care of the things you can take care of. And uh, if you do that long enough, I think you'll end up finding it. And right now he has. He's got some confidence, and he's playing hard, and he's doing some of the things that uh, you know we thought he could do when we recruited him. You mentioned Aaron Titcomb. He's a plus four tonight. He had a couple of assists as well. Uh, you know, and, and, and you talked about the way that they play together. What, what caused you to put those two guys together? You know, what, what made you think they'd be a good fit? Well, you know, Aaron does like to get up in the play a little bit. He's, he's really mobile, and, and uh, you know, he's got a little offense in him. And, uh, and Matt's more of a stay-at-home guy. But we also thought, geez, you know, they're two big, strong guys, especially in our barn. Maybe they could be a good shutdown pair. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're going to become. And right now they're playing well together. But uh, what I know is they, they appear to like playing with each other, and they've been playing well. So, um, you know, whether, whether they end up being a shutdown pair or just a, 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 a pair that we can put in any situation, uh, that time will tell. I think he had 11 different players got a point tonight, so you're able to spread the scoring around in that regard. I think every line was involved in a goal in, in one way or the other, uh, so nice to see everybody getting involved. Absolutely. You know, and you had some firsts. You had a, Mike Babcock's first goal. Uh, Matt Fogan had two assists tonight. Um, you know, we had some guys uh, play well, which is good. Um, you know, you a 1-1 game uh, in the third period to score four. Uh, you know, I'm really happy with, with uh, how we finished that game. You moved Matt Fogut to the left wing on that line with Hampus Gustafson and Chris LeBlanc. What caused you to do that, and how did you like the way they look tonight? Okay. All right. I thought it was one of Matt's better games, not just because he had a couple assists. Uh, it's not a natural position for him, and right. I don't know that we're making it any easier and putting him on the left wing, but um, he's a skilled player, and we wanted to put him with a couple good players. That's really what our goal was, and that was the position that, we, that was open tonight. and We put him there, and, and he made the most of it. Second time now you played Bentley in the past. I know you say you, you know you want to co- you want to play teams and coaches who programs and coaches that you respect. Uh, you know now having played Bentley a couple times, thoughts on playing them. I mean, obviously it's a big step to go to their rink and play them, and, and it's the kind of thing that you want other teams to reciprocate. So you're trying to do this, the same kind of thing. Well, I, listen, uh, you know, Ryan Sodequist runs a really good program. I got a lot of respect for him. Uh, Bentley's a natural rival. They're you know right now they're in the NE10. Uh, our, our teams uh, come up against each other all the time, um, you know. And and if we want people to come to our rink, shame on us if we're not willing to go to other teams' rinks. I thought it was a good environment there tonight. They had some fans. We had some fans. It was a hard ring for us to play in. We had to really dig deep and and and. Uh, and they, they play a good, clean game of hockey. They play hard, but they play right. Um, like I said, a lot of respect for Ryan. And um, I just felt coming into this game, it'd be good for our team to play this team in this venue. And it'll make us better and, and prepare us for league play. And I, 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 I think it did. Three penalties tonight, only uh, two on on uh, you know call on them and one on you. So a lot of the game played at even strength, probably the way you'd like to have it most of the time. Yeah, I thought the I thought the referees did a really good job. Um, you know, there's an NCAA protocol and an NCAA uh, sort of mandate on initiatives and things to watch. And you know, sometimes you know leagues kind of have their own initiatives along with it. And uh, uh, kudos to Gino Binda. I mean, that game was ref the, the way the NCAA wants it ref. 
Uh, granted, I thought both teams played a good, clean game tonight, so I didn't think it was you know overly physical. But um, I thought that I thought the referees were great tonight. All right, so I guess you know ultimately the takeaways from this one as you get ready for the game against Canisius on Saturday. Uh, takeaways are we, we we took care of business. Um, we got back on the horse after uh, uh, just a, I think a, a lackadaisical, not a full sixty-minute performance against performance against UNH, and um, you know we, we we our best period of hockey was when it mattered, and now we got to rest up. These guys got to take care of classes and get ready for to, to go into another difficult situation. Uh, play a team uh, that I I know pretty well, just knowing Coach Smith and. Going to a venue that's supposed to be pretty special. Uh, they partnered up with the Buffalo Sabres and really looking forward to seeing the facilities. I know there's one other question before I forget. Uh, power play, I guess, again, you know, you only had the one or a couple of chances at it tonight, but how, how did you think that things went and, and uh, where do you go from here on it? Yeah, I step backwards, I think, you know, and, and again, we're, it's still a work in progress. I, I you know, we, we're just not making simple plays uh, at the end of the day. Um, our best power plays have been the ones that we just move it to the open guy, and today we're making 70-foot passes when we've got a guy on the breakout three feet away from us. You know, um, We've got to do a better job of coaching it, and we need guys to really simplify their game and make simple plays. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. Canisius on Saturday night, so wish you the best of luck, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again. Actually, I won't be on a trip. We'll see you again uh, the following week. Thanks, Mike.